Oh my, God is so good. I am, I am so excited about what God is going to do in the Word Church. And you're, you're, you're the church. Yes. So, so we're talking, we're well, we're talking about you, but we're also talking about the house. We're talking about the house. But we're talking about you as individuals because you are the church and God is going to do something good in you today, for you today, and through you today. Amen? Uh, I, was telling, I was telling Pastor Jonathan this morning, I knew exactly what I was going to preach before I came up here until this morning. And I was sitting there this morning and, and meditating and going over some things, reading scripture. And my heart began to stir. My spirit man began to stir. And I believe that I'm going to share. And, and right now, this is amazing. Right now, I just don't know. <laughs> but I've got, and I've got it here. I heard, I heard Pastor Fred Price say one time, this was years ago in an ICFM conference we had in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And he did, a, <clears throat> pardon me, he did a workshop. And right after it, he had a, probably 10 minutes for questions and, and answers. And one of the pastors said, uh, Brother Price, he said, uh, how do you prepare a sermon? He said, I don't. Well, my ears perked up. He said, I don't prepare a sermon. And he said, I read and I write. And then I prepare myself to give this sermon. And that preparation time has been in me. It's, Pastor, has been stirring in me. It's been, it's been rolling around in me for, for you, individually for you, and corporately as a body. So when I open the scripture and when I get to what I believe God wants me to share, it's going to set some captives free. I honestly believe it's going to set some captives free. And I will tell you this. Go to the, go to the book of, it's like, is it, is it the book of Luke chapter 4 and verse 18? <laughs> look, look in the book of, book of Luke chapter 4 and, and verse 18. And I know exactly where I'm going to go, praise God. And the Amplified, I'm, I'm sharing from the Amplified. Glory be to God. Father, thank you. Lord, thank you for this day. God, this is the day that you have made. And Father, we're rejoicing and we're exceedingly glad in it. And God, our heart is open. Our minds are open. We're, God, we're receptacles today. We're receivers today from the transmitter, the Holy Spirit, the leader and the guide and the teacher of the church, the body of the Christ. So, Father, we, we empty, just like, just like Pastor said, how Jesus emptied himself. God, we empty ourselves of our natural just to receive the supernatural. So, God, we want everything that you have for us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Look in the book of Luke, chapter 4 and verse 18. This is how the, this is how the Amplified says this. It said, the Spirit of the Lord, and I say this, I say this because this is who I am. Today, this is who I am. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. This is what Christ said about himself. But we have within us the very same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. 
You look in the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 11. We have in us the very same spirit. We get a hold of that, church. It's not a counterfeit. It's the very same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. And when we as Christians get the understanding of who we are and what we have, it shakes the kingdom of darkness. It, it, it makes the kingdom of darkness quiver and, and shake and rattle because we know who we are in this earth. Amen? So I say that. I say that not with pride, but with a humble heart. I know who I am today. And then Jesus goes on to say, and, I, and I'm speaking of this over myself too, because the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. You're also anointed. You're, you're anointed to hear just as, just as well as I'm anointed to give. You're, you're anointed to receive. Yeah. We, we can't receive unless we have something to hear, unless something is given to us. Then he says, because he has anointed me, the anointed one, the Messiah, to preach the good news. Church, you're going to get some good news today. Yeah. The good news, the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to announce release. Grab this, church. He said, he has sent me to, to, to announce captives, the release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind and to send forth as delivered those who are oppressed, who are downtrodden, bruised, crushed, broken down by calamity. Thank God today is your day. Today's your day. Amen. So with that in mind, go to the book of Nehemiah in chapter 13. That's over there where your pages are stuck together. It, my book is page 660, so. I want, I want the, the, the name of this, the title of this message is, Hold On, Things Are About to Change. I said, hold on. Things are about to change. Have you ever, I don't know why we do this, but this, this is my illustration. Have you ever seen a movie in where someone goes over a cliff and someone just grabs them just in time? Isn't that amazing? I mean, just in time. Or, they, or there's a rope swing and they grab the rope just in time and they're hanging on. And they don't have the strength to pull themselves up, but somebody's coming to pull them up. And all they, do, all they need to do is just hold on. Just hold on. Help is coming. Hold on. Rescue is on the way. Don't turn loose. Hold on. Brownie, things are about to change. Pastor Jonathan, things are changing in the word church. But big change is about to come. I want you all to hear that. Pastor, Tia, things are changing. Big things are about to happen. So expand your inner man. God's showing you something right now in expanding and grow your inner man 
to receive what he's got for you in the natural realm and also in the spirit realm. And as you let things take place, it's going to be step by step by step. And then it's going to be much growth. It's not going to be overnight, but it's going to be like it's seemingly overnight. Amen? Amen. Brownie, you agree with that? Amen. It's going to happen. Church, just get ready. Get ready. Where's that, where's that lot at? Over here? I don't know which direction I'm at. Right there? I know I'm right here. That's just the start. It's just the beginning. Amen? So, 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 just, so just get ready. Now, hold on. Things are about to change. And here's what Nehemiah said, or God said to Nehemiah. He says, uh, For they met not the Israelites, this is what the Amplified said, with food and drink, but hired Balaam to curse them. But. I like this big but. Y'all look at that after a while too. Hallelujah. Do what, babe? Oh, what scripture? Nehemiah 13. Did I say Nehemiah 13 too? I just did. <laughs> Nehemiah chapter 13, verse 2. Listen to this. For they, for, they, for they met not the Israelites with food and drink, but hired Balaam to curse them. Yet our God, our God turned the curse into a blessing. Whatever you're going through, all you can see is darkness. There's light at the end of the tunnel. Hallelujah. All you have to do is, I will not release my, I will not release my grip. I'm not going to turn loose. Why? Because God said he would reverse the curse. Years ago, I heard, I heard Pastor Tracy, he came to our church in, well, whenever it was, I think in 98, August 98. And, and I remember these words, no more curse. No more curse. The, the, scripture say, the scripture says we have been delivered from the curse of the law. Amen. So whatever, whatever darkness you're going through, thank God there is light for you. And God will reverse the curse. He can turn it around. And some of us are going through some things. We need, we need something, to, to, something to turn in, in our life. Amen. No matter what it is, it can be with your family, it can be with your job, your business, relationships, whatever it is, it can be with, with school or whatever it is. God can turn it around. But what we have to do is put God first place in our life. That's right. We have to put God first place in our life. And as I'm thinking about that, I'm thinking about Brother Hagen. When he got born again, he was 17 years old. And, and he, there's a tremendous story in there in that healing. But what I want to refer to is, he said he, in, his, in his school, he said he wasn't very good at class. He didn't like his teachers. He didn't like to do the, he didn't like to do the work. And he was not very good in school. That, to him, that was a, a dark place for him. But he said when he got born again, his heart changed. When you get saved, your heart changes. Your life can't stay the same. Your actions can't stay the same. You, the words you used to use can't stay the same. Y'all are looking at me kind of funny. How many used to cuss? Don't raise your hand. Is it, it's, that, that's down south. It's cussing. It ain't cursing. 
How many, how many used to curse? Am I the only one? Those two. Y'all have no idea. So. Y'all just don't know. How many used to cuss? Okay. Four more hands went up and the rest of you are lying. No, that's a joke. That's a joke. That's a joke. How many used to use foul language? Isn't that amazing? Well, what happened, what happened when you got saved? Your vocabulary changed. Something happened to your heart. Something happened to your vocabulary, to your voice, the way you said things. And, and, and probably, I, I'm not going to say nine times out of ten, but the majority of the thing, you, you, you change the way you think. And you change the places you go. Why? Because your life has changed. Things took a turn. It, 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 there, there came that reverse. You was going, thank God, when I was 17 years old, God stopped me from going to hell. Think about it. When we were, when, before we got born again, our destiny was hell. And God intervened. Thank God. Amen. So here we see, here we see, God has the ability to reverse the curse. Now go over to Hebrews chapter 4. Hallelujah. I'm going to have to come out of this jacket. How glory. I'm going to have to do it right now. Glory, glory, glory. I just, I just thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Do I look all right? This is my, this is my bird shirt. Cheap, 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 cheap. No. That's, that's terrible. Oh, my. But listen, listen to this. This is the power. This is the power that the Word of God is for us. This is the power that lives in us. In Hebrews chapter, chapter 4 and verse 12. For the word that God speaks, for the word that God speaks, the word that God speaks is alive and full of power. The word of God lives in you. Why? Because Jesus lives in you. But it's up to us to get the scripture in us. It's active. It is operative. It is energizing and effective. It is sharper than any two-edged sword. Penetrating to the dividing line of the breath of life, the soul. And I'm going to take you somewhere in a minute. And the immortal spirit. And of the joints and marrow. This is going through our complete being. Of the deepest parts of our nature, exposing the Word of God, exposing and sifting and analyzing and judging the very thoughts and purposes of the heart. That's the power of the Word of God that is in us. Amen? And I'm going to give you my opinion, not, and, and, and I've, I've shared this before and maybe here. But if, I have, if I've shared it here, thank God you're going to hear it again. Mm -hmm. Talking about the Word of God that, ha that has the ability to divide between the soulish man and the spirit man. 
In the book of, in the book of uh, Genesis chapter 1, you don't have to turn over there. If you want to, you can. Genesis chapter 1, in verse 26, it says, And God said, and God said, let us, to get a hold of this picture, he said, and God said, let us, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, make mankind in our image. Y'all get that? So mankind was made in the very image of God. Image. Image of God. You get that? In today's, in today's, I start to say vernacular. But in today, today, if you take, if you take, years ago, how many remember the mimeograph machine? How many don't remember the mimeograph machine? How many couldn't care less about the mimeograph machine? The mimeograph, you remember the, you remember, you couldn't care less, could you? No. <laughs> well, I'll talk to her. You remember the mimeograph machine? Yeah. <laughs> the mimeograph, <laughs> I'm dating myself. The, 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 the ink in that thing just filled up a room. I mean, you could smell it. And you could make a copy of something, and it was smeared. It, it looked nothing like the original. Nothing like the original. Nothing. And then here come, here come Xerox and Canon and all these people are making copiers. And today, today, you can make a copy that you can't tell from the original. You cannot tell it from the original. Y'all are getting this. You can't tell it from the original. God and man. God and his image. Y'all get that? Our inner being, our spirit man is made just like God. The image, the image of the Father. Amen? And that's going down. And it said, and, and, and let them have complete dominion. He said, after our image and after our likeness. And let them, have, take, let them have complete authority over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air. And then he goes on. So God created, verse 27 says, so God created man in his own image. In the image and likeness of God, he created him male and female. He created him male. and So the species... It's the species and then the gender. Male and female, he created them. Do y'all see that? Verse 28 says, and God blessed them. How does he bless them? He talks to them. He speaks to them. And God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, using all its vast resources. Boy, that'll preach right there. Using all this vast resources in the service of God and man, there's enough to go around of the oil, the coal, natural gas. There's enough to go around, and it's not going to be depleted before the end of this earth. And I'm not going to say a word about global warming. Hairspray. Hairspray has nothing to do with the ozone layer. <laughs> Moving right along. So we're supposed to take advantage of the vast resources. Amen? And then, and then he goes on to say, and now let's look in verse, verse uh, 7, chapter 2. Then 
Then, chapter 2, verse 7 says, Then the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostril. Now hold it right there, and I'm going to go over to the King James. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostril the breath of life, and the man became a living soul. He became a living soul. So God brought the spirit of man to earth, built a body around him, and then breathed his life into him. I believe that he breathed into him his soulish attributes. Everything, everything, that, everything that was in God come into man. And we had the soulish attributes of God. Amen? Now, go back over to Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12. Hebrews 4 and verse 12. And it says that it's sharper than any two-edged sword penetrating to the dividing line, the breath of life, the soul, and the immortal spirit. I believe when we get into a place, decisions have to be made. Critical decisions have to be made. We being people of God, we have the ability to say, God, we take, we take, our, take our decision to the word. Father, I can't make this decision by myself. It's, it's too critical. So, Father, I'm applying your word to my life. God, I'm, I'm, I'm putting your word to work in my life. Father. God, activate, activate your word. God, use that sword of the Spirit to, to, to go down into my very being and separate from the spirit man and the soulish man. I don't want, I don't want this to be a soulish idea. I want it to be a spiritual idea. Amen. So when we apply the word of God, it has the ability to separate from the spirit and the soul. And when we, when we put the word of God first place in our life, we'll always make the right decision. Amen. So whatever you're going through, God, there, there's darkness in my life. There's trials in my life. There's adversity in my life. God, I thank you that you are reversing. You're turning, you're turning my life. God, you're turning my life from bad to good. You're turning my life from darkness to light. Amen? Hallelujah. Let's go over to, uh, wow. Let's do that. Uh, let's, go, let's go to, well, I'm going to stay, stay at Hebrews chapter 4 and go to verse 13. Not a creature exists. Not a creature exists that is concealed from his sight. Nobody, whatever you do, God sees it. Boy, that's a surprise, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why I just thought of this. You ever go into a hospital? This is this is ridiculous. I went into. I, I, I had my hand operated on the other day. My hand. My hand. Nowhere else. Just my hand. So I'm heading down. I'm heading down from from Christiansburg down the mountain to Roanoke, and got a call. Well, the the power went off in the little clinic where I was going to go get my hand operated on. So they. Cancel that date and put me to another date, and uh, and I had to go to the hospital. Trisha's looking at me like, oh no, well I'm gonna tell it anyhow. <laughs> it's my microphone and it's pinned on me. <laughs> so I go down uh, and they changed it, and I had to go to the hospital to get my hand operated on, and all it was just a little cut, you know, and five stitches. In my hand, in my hand. They took me in there and says, take your clothes off. I said, I beg your pardon? 
They said, take your clothes off. I said, to a, a little incision, you can't hardly see it, a little incision on my hand. They said, you're in the hospital and you have to do this. I said, not none of me. How many has ever gone into... When I put those little gowns on, I put two of them on. The one in the front. And you're walking down the hall like this and it's going... The other one I put on backwards. Somebody said, well, I'm going to do that too. So... So what I'm trying to tell you, I told, now this, this, this doesn't sound rude or crude. I said, I'm not taking my shorts off. They said, really? I said, nope, not taking my shorts off. Well, okay, then I didn't have to. Hallelujah. Isn't that amazing? What I'm trying to tell you was, I was exposed. The Word of God, <laughs> the Word of God, wow, is my face red? <laughs> Oh, my. <laughs> Help me, Lord. <laughs> just, like, just, like you're, <laughs> just like you're standing. You, some of you have been through that situation before. You stand in a hospital, and you, you're trying to tighten it, and, 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 but there's still, there's still some exposure back there. Church, we stand totally naked before God. Totally, totally, totally naked before God. Amen. How many has looked in the mirror and how many has looked in the mirror and say, is that really me? <laughs> I tell people years ago, years ago when I was in my late twenties and or actually late teens and, and up through early thirties, my body was like twisted steel. But now it's like Reynolds aluminum. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Oh mercy. But God. But God. God has the ability, and, and like it says here, let's, let's go over here. It, it says, uh, it says we, we stand exposed and naked and defenseless in the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Inasmuch, I'm, I'm going to quit my silliness just for a minute. Inasmuch then as, he, as we have a great high priest who is already, he has already ascended and passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold. Hold on, something's going to change. I said, hold on, church. Hold on, church. Things are about to change. He said, let us hold fast our confession of faith in him. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to understand. This is, he's talking about the Christ, who is able to understand and sympathize and have a shared feeling with our weaknesses and infirmities and liability to the assaults of temptation. But one who has been tempted in every respect, listen to this, but one who has been tempted in every respect as we are, yet without sinning. Let us then fearlessly and confidently and boldly draw near to the throne of grace, the throne of God's unmerited favor to us, to us sinners, that we may receive mercy. Thank God for mercy. Always triumphs over judgment. Amen. Always triumphs over judgment. That we may receive mercy for our failures. 
and find grace to help in in good time for every for every need appropriate every need appropriate help and well timed help coming just when we need it just when you need it hold on don't turn loose amen no matter no matter what you're going God I cannot see anything bright hold on something's going on so if you do if you will not relax if you will not relax your grip. And turn loose. God is coming to the rescue. Amen? I believe that. I believe that with all my heart. God is coming to the rescue. Thank you, Father. Go to Psalms. I'm going to put, write, write these scriptures down simply for reference. Hebrews chapter 6. This is verses 13 through 20. Hebrews chapter 10. Verse 19 through 23, and also verse, 20, uh, verse 35. Now go to Psalms chapter 30. Glory to God. How many, how many is ready for a turnaround? I'm, I'm serious. How many is ready? How many is ready for a turnaround? It's turning. It's turning. No, it has turned. Naomi, it has turned. And what's, what's been dear to your heart, what you have placed before him, he's heard it. And things are working in the realm of the spirit just for you and your family. For you and your family. I don't know. I don't know, but God knows. God knows. Your family, oh my, your family is in his hand. In his hand. And he's watching over. And those things, those things some things you can't control. Let it go. Let it go and let him take control. Invite the Father. I know you have, but, uh, but fresh. Invite the Father into your house, fresh and new. And say, God, go from room to room. Go from room to room. Sit at my table. And he's going to bring a, not only a refreshing, but some tremendous answers for your house. But all you have to do is hold on. We have to hold. What? What? Let that be your confession. I'm holding on. And yours too. And yours too. What I said to her, you receive it for yourself. God's doing some stuff. You know, the scripture says that God inhabits the praises. God inhabits the praises of his people. So when we begin to praise God and worship and magnify Him, He comes, he comes and inhabits our praises. He makes His home with us. So while we're praising Him and worshiping Him, God's doing some stuff in the realm of the Spirit that we can't even see. God, God's accomplishing things, but all we have to do is, I'm not changing my confession. 
I'm, I'm, I'm holding fast my confession. My confession is God is about to reverse the curse. God's about to do something. I'm holding on and God is about to do something. Amen. Doug, I don't know what it is, but God is working some things in y'all's family and in your house. I, I don't know what it is, but when I looked over here, God, God is doing some things today for the Freeman family. And, and you, you're going to see a turn. I don't know what it is, but you're going to see a turn within, within a week's time. You're going you're gonna to see a turn. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, my. For everyone in here, the words that I have spoken, for everyone in here, God is doing something in your life. If you believe it and receive it and hold on, hold fast to the confession. And when the confession seems contrary to what is, what is going on in your life, the reality is about to take place in the realm of the Spirit. And I say that for everyone in the house. If you'll just receive it. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Just, just continue to worship God. Just continue to worship God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Uh -huh. Glory, glory, glory. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Now listen to this. In, 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 in Psalms chapter 30, in verse, in verse 10, He said, he said, Hear, O Lord, have mercy and be gracious to me. O Lord, be my helper. You have turned my mourning into dancing. He's not talking about time of day. He, he's talking about your emotions. He said, You have turned my mourning into dancing. And we'll share something about that in just a minute. You Talking about the Father. You have put off my sackcloth and girded me with gladness. To the end that my tongue, that my tongue and my heart and everything glorious within me may sing praise to you and not be silent. O Lord my God, I will give thanks to you forever. Forever. God, I thank you. Lord, I thank you for my deliverance. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you for deliverance of my family. Lord, I thank you for, for working in my business. Lord, I thank you for working on my job. Lord, I thank you for working in my classroom with my classmates. Lord, for my teachers. Lord, in my neighborhood. Wherever I go, God, I give you thanks in Jesus' name. Now, this right here said he will turn morning. When I, when I read that, I put, I put my son's name above that. And y'all know this. Y'all know what happened. Most of you do. Some of you do. And in 2010, December 2010, uh, my oldest son went to heaven. He's 46 years old. And and I got before God, and we knew. Trish and I knew. Trish and I knew that he was, was going to make a transition. 
He was going to heaven, and we knew it. And I got up one morning, and this, this, is, that, this is that turnaround. This is that turnaround. And I got up one morning, and I'm, and probably at 5, 5.30, and I'm praying. I said, God, how do I release my son? How do I, how do I, he was my firstborn. He was a junior. I said, how do I release my son? And God spoke to my heart so plain and so clear. He said, I've got him. And you know what that did to me? That turned my morning. I danced before God right by myself. I said, God, he's yours. I danced before God. I rejoiced before God. There was no more mourning. There was no more mourning in my heart. It was a release and a reception. Do y'all get that? I don't know that, I don't, some, some of you, some of you, I started to say some of you lost. No, if you lost loved ones, you had not lost them. Praise God, they just transitioned. They're in your future. I said, it's amazing. Rob, Rob, he, he, he loved the outdoors, and he was a surveyor. And, and the, the people he worked with on the, on the, uh, the survey company, they like, because they're supposed to draw little sketches of what they survey. He was an artist. He, he was an artist. He would draw the landscape the topographical and everything. I mean, he took them back a picture. And they loved it. And that was just him. That was just, that was just what he did. And I, I told Trish, I said, I can only imagine that when he got to heaven, the first question he asked God, he says, God, what is a span? You know, the span of his hand says, God, what, what is a span? There's nothing like that in, 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 uh, in uh, surveyor's code. But God, but God had the answer for him. Amen? So anyway, my morning was turned to dancing. Hallelujah. Now listen to this, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close with this because I want to minister. I want you to set free today. I want you to set free today. And I want you to know that you know that you're free. No doubt, no question. No doubt or question. Listen to this in, uh, in James chapter James chapter three. Hallelujah! Thank you, Father. God is so good. Amen. James chapter three, and let's look in. Let's look in verse two. For we for we often. James chapter 3 and verse 2 says, For we often, all often, for we all, all often stumble and fall and, 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 and offend in many things. And if anyone does not offend in speech, never says the wrong things. I don't know that person yet. <laughs> he is a fully developed character and a perfect man, able to control his whole body and curb and to curb his entire nature. And then it says, if we set bits in the horses' mouths to make them obey us, we can turn their whole bodies about. You know, that's, that amazes me. That huge animal, 1,200-pound animal, and you just got him just, just with, the, just with the, 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 the turn of the, the rain and the, and the tugging on the rain. It says, then it goes on to say, likewise, we, like ships, 
Though we are so great and are driven by rough winds, they are steered by a very small rudder wherever the impulse of the helmsman determines. Even so, the tongue, the tongue is a little member and it can boast of great things. See how much wood or how much or how great a forest a tiny spark can set ablaze? The tongue is a fire. The tongue is a world of wickedness set among our members, contaminating and depraving the whole body and setting on fire the wheel of birth, the cycle of man's nature. My, my. Being itself ignited by hell. Now, the tongue is such a small part of our being, but it's so very important. So very important. Words go out and you can't get them back. Have you ever heard somebody, while I take that back, no, it's out there. The word is out there. You, you put your words out there. And Jesus said, Jesus said, out of the abundance of the heart, out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth will speak. Out of the abundance of your heart. So whatever you're putting in your heart, it's going to come out of your mouth. So if you believe in God for a turnaround in your life, continue to confess no matter what you see, no matter what you see, no matter what you feel, no matter what things look like, my confession will not change. Amen? Amen. Believe and receive it, doubt it and do without it. Amen. Could I get the lectern and sit back up there? So whatever, whatever is going on in your life, God's about to turn it around today. Today. He's, he's working, he's working on, on turning, turning some things around. Now, if you believed, my, my. If you believe that the Spirit of God is on my life right now, and you're ready to receive a turnaround, a turnaround. There's something about a connection. There's something about the physical that has result in the supernatural and also the supernatural to the physical. But if you believe that God is ready and has already started some work to turn things around in your life, I want you to stand up, whoever believes that.